Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to episode 278 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on Wednesday, July 26th, 2017. My name is Dan Gorman and it was all a prank. You chumps fell for it. That's not even a picture of my mom. It's a picture of my butt cheek. I just squished it up to look like a woman's face. <laughs> My name is Casey Lyons, and let's go bang a pirate. <laughs> My name's Greg. I'm on my way. Oh, Greg's watching on route. Uh, we are streaming today on See You Next Wednesday, and Greg is on the chat saying that the show <laughs> is boring. I want an asshole. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to get in touch with us, please email us at info at modernsuperior.com. Go to iTunes, rate and review us. Uh, modernsuperior.com is where you can find our show, amongst others. Uh, you can find us on YouTube at Modern, uh, at Modern Superior is the username, and uh, at SYNWPC is our Twitter and Facebook handles. Please tell all your friends about us in real life. Um, and you can go to ModernSuperior.com, click on the pledge button in the top corner, and throw a couple dollars to us. Um, we are going to be hard at work at some new types of content. We have been doing uh, the streams and we've doing uh, the Slack uh, channel and, and the bonus podcast, but we're going to get more and more and more and we're going to get the other shows into it as well soon. Um, Greg wants to know which one of us has more teeth. Actually, most of these are chiclets. <laughs> one of them's a Clorette. See if yeah. you can guess which yeah. one. <laughs> one of them is a Thrill. <laughs> the oh, purple one. Oh, Dan. <laughs> They're all thrills. Yeah. Oh, uh, we have mm, lots thrills. to talk about this week. Do our American listeners know about thrills? Is that just a Canadian thing? I feel thing? like thrills is not a Canadian thing. Hmm. But maybe not. If you know of thrills, the soap tasting gum. The most delicious I love thing it. that ever tasted like soap. It's great. Anyway, lots to talk about this week. Before we get to all the stuff that we usually have to talk about, let's say to our listeners, go to modernsuperior.com and listen to the latest episode of A Frame Apart, where you can hear Greg, Casey, and myself. Listen to the other episodes as well. Yes. But, but if you really like us... You'll want to listen to that one. Yeah, we're all which over is it. 
chock full of uh, trash cinema discussion. It's a it's a good one. It's fun. So. Whenever I hear the term chock full of whatever, yeah. I always think of uh, well, you m- remember Wacky Packs? Yes. Uh, uh, there was one. It was Wacky uh, Packs were my jam. Yeah. Oh yeah, I fucking love the shit out of those. <laughs> uh, chock full of guts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of chock full of nuts. This coffee that we're drinking right now. Yeah. Chock full of nuts. Oh shit. Hmm. That's why so. it tastes so much like nuts. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's Folgers. I just dipped my nuts in it <laughs> <laughs> before I gave it to you. It's chock full of me nuts. Oh, Greg is not here, and we're off the rails. Yeah. Um, we have lots of stuff to talk about. It was Comic Con, the con of comics this week, I guess. Right? Yeah. SDCC oh, yeah. 2017. Uh, that's why it's fucking. That's why the internet is shitting trailers. Yeah, right so we have lots of trailers to talk about. Greg is going to get here. So as mentioned, Greg is on the way. He's on the chat. So if you're watching on YouTube, you can see him tell us not to drink all of his coffee. Yeah, if you want to hear Greg's parts, just read them. Yeah, um, but he will be bursting through the door at any minute uh, when he gets here. I've left the door unlocked. If you know where I live, please don't come and kill me. Um, but we have lots but of stuff to talk about. come and kill me if you like. Yeah. I need the rest. So let's get to some stuff that uh, let's let's back end the comic stuff in case he gets here in time. All right. Did you watch the trailer for the motion picture ready player one? Yes, I did. Yes. Yes, here I it is did. on screen. Yeah. Now, this is a picture of uh, the main character kid with everybody's favorite Iron Giant. Yes. Um, now, I did not read this book. Nor did I. Nor did you. Uh, my brother read it, and he very much enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and from what I gather, it is about uh, a a world where virtual reality is king, yeah. and you can live in two. Like there's two. It's like a second life situation. It's like there's a there's a world of VR, and there's a normal world, and the normal world's kind of fucked up. Yeah, the normal world is almost unlivable or yeah. something. So everybody goes and lives in the yes. VR world. But everyone can go and live in the VR world and celebrate their pop culture obsession. So there's a lot of like, I'm just going to go in there and be Freddy Krueger, I guess. And the gist of the story from what I gathered was the creator of this video game dies and the main character uh, is looking for an Easter egg that this guy has left in his game um, and whoever finds it will get money or something. And there's all these clues that he's left in in pointing at his this Easter, hidden Easter egg. And so everyone, it's like a mad, 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 mad world kind of situation. Right. Everyone's trying to find this uh, Easter egg. Right. Now, I don't know much about this other than that. Yeah, and other and Spielberg. than the fact that it is it is directed by Spielberg and it's um, it's got a ton of uh, of your favorite properties. Yeah. You'll see uh, the, the DeLorean uh, uh, yeah, driving, driving around. around. You see all sorts of stuff like that. Uh, this the trailer didn't tell me much other than this movie is a conveyance for nostalgia. Yeah, and uh, I feel like the book was kind of that way. A lot of people that I know that talked about the book was just, were, were telling me like, oh, the way it weaves the like references in is are, are really well done. Yeah, but at the end of the day, isn't it still just a bunch of references, or is it to a better purpose? Hopefully. I don't know. I, I I don't know I, I and this trailer doesn't tell you that much, other than it looks fairly pedestrian. Yeah, it looks like uh, I, I'm kind of happy to have Spielberg back. I'll say that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm wondering if 
it's going to be kind of Minority Report-esque? It certainly looks Minority Report-esque in that there are, uh, you know, motorcycles that look like the ones in Minority Report and the cars look very similar. Yeah. So it looks like it lives in that world. Or maybe that's one of the references. Yes. Um, I wonder how many Spielberg references there will be. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah the it, Jurassic Park T-Rex going to show up? Yeah, yeah. I like or that. Is E.T. going to... Fucking get all up in your biz. <laughs> Who knows? Get up in your biz. Yeah, you know how he does. <laughs> uh, who? I, I I don't know. The, the I wasn't that impressed with the trailer. Yeah, I was like, I recognize that thing, and I recognize that, but yeah. I and I hate this about myself. Maybe I'm just joyless now, but <laughs> they didn't. That that wasn't enough for me. I was yeah, like, this this. Uh, I'm not convinced that this is going to be a good story. But again, I don't know that much about the property. Yeah, I think. Um, I think everyone obviously can tell that we're talking about it as people that, as we mentioned, didn't read the book. But I do hope that it has that Spielberg kind of magic. It seems like there's going to be a lot of chases and stuff. But, it, it, yeah, it didn't give me a reason to care beyond Spielberg. Things that I know and love are going to be in it. And there'll be a lot of running around explosions. That's which the is, thing. If I didn't know this was Spielberg, if I didn't know it was based on a beloved book, I would have just been like, yeah, this is gross. <laughs> That's fair. Speaking of, I tried to watch Pixels. <laughs> you did you you watched Pixels? Didn't I you? did watch Pixels. Did you see it in the in the screen of the Bigs, or did you watch it at home? I watched it. It was a, a, a Netflix, a little guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I feel like somebody on the show was it you that said like yeah it was what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Greg didn't like it. Yeah. It uh, wasn't very good. Which which I mean <laughs> it's not very good. It's it's you know. Uh, it's still uh, Adam Sandler yeah. thing, I, I and was, it has Kevin James in it. That's was never a good thing. But uh, <laughs> but I was I was pleasantly surprised that every once in a while I was like, this movie has a little bit of life in it. Yeah, I liked the effects, um, yeah. but I will say that I was surprised at how like <laughs> how how hard it relied on the the Sandler tropes. I thought like because it was going to try and be like it's Ghostbusters, but for Adam Sandler that it would get away from that. But like the whole first half of the movie is like. This woman's a psycho. What a uh, bitch! Yeah. It's like, oh no, <laughs> yeah, this is and terrible. It, and and he's just a and he's an asshole, blue collar bozo who's kind of yeah. charming and kids <laughs> like him and stuff. It's like I don't think he's that no, charming, and no. I don't think anybody likes him. But, <laughs> but I was just like, th there was enough in it. And and honestly, maybe I'm just being really hypocritical because I feel like Pixel. I was like, hey, there's centipede. Yeah, yeah, you know, and they're interacting with centipede, and that's fine. Totally, I get that. Yeah, and I liked that of it about it. Yeah. So we'll see about Ready Player One. Yeah. Um, what something that we will also see is Angel has fallen. <laughs> now you received a request from a listener to speak about this, did you? I did. I I didn't see that. Uh, I don't know much about this. It's uh, the the third in uh, uh, the epic uh, is. Has Fallen trilogy? Is yes, Fallen? the dot, 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 Has Fallen trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Starting with Olympus Has Fallen, where terrorists take over the White House, and uh, what is he, CIA agent? Something like that. Some kind of crazy agent, uh, Mike Banning. Yeah, Gerard Butler yeah. in his only good performance. <laughs> uh, he he uh, just, just fucking destroys terrorists and property, and it's fucking awesome. And uh, London Has Fallen. Uh, yes. Was the second in the trilogy, which was fucking fantastic. Yeah. Yes. Greg Legro was saying it's basically Air Force One. This new one where uh, 
Mike Banning uh, uh, has the president on the plane, and then terrorists try to take over the plane, and then uh, Mike Banning shoots everybody in the face and goes, fuck a yeah. plane. So it's, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm fucking super into it. I love the first ones, the first two, so much, and they're just getting stupider. I hope that they do it right. I wanted yeah, to. I wanted to inch like back London into the Olympus has fallen area, not the London has fallen area. Get away from the video gamey, shoot 'em up, stab 'em up stuff, and get back to the um, so over the top ridiculous. Like I just, I don't know. I like obviously London has fallen is insane and over the top ridiculous too. I just felt like there was something about it that nudged the wrong way for me, and I do feel like, like we were talking on the A Frame Apart episode, you said specifically maybe this show will be maybe this movie will be dumb james bond yeah and i kind of was like yes turn it just tweak this next one a little bit back towards that way like i want this plane doing loops and people hanging off i don't know start (laughs) giving him stupid gadgets and shit and letting him kill people in crazy ways gore this shit up and uh oh greg's giving you the i think you need to watch it again okay yeah i i have put it on recently ish about like a month or two ago but I uh, still I still maintain that it, it's got crazy shit in it. Like it is crazy over the top. There's just something about the tone of the sequel that nudged the wrong way for me. It's so fucking stupid. I know it's dumb, <laughs> and so is the first one. But just yeah. in a it's in such a mi- minuscule different way. I don't know what it is. Again, Greg wants me to watch it again and again and again. Yeah, watch At it different until angles. You yeah. So Angel has fallen. I guess we'll see. We'll see about that one. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Um, something we'll see. else that we will see are these trailers that came out. Now, I I don't think this was specifically a San Diego Comic Con trailer, but you specifically mentioned that you wanted to talk about this. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, upon first um, hearing about this, uh, you know, one it's called the Snowman. The Snowman. There's a trailer. Go check it out. And from this picture, one assumes that it's about a. Uh, Killer Snowman. Yeah, and and the the image that we have up is one that if you search for the snowman, you'll find it. It's like a guy, and his head is a, is a, just a ball of snow with two kind of coal looking eyes. Yeah. Um, and it almost reminds me of there was this like YouTube trailer for a horror movie that I, as far as I know, was a terrible movie called like Smiley, and it had this like cut up smile face or something. Yeah, and I feel it was like it like got by only skin face. Yeah, I yeah. Think, I feel like that got like got greenlit or got by only on the fact that I had a good thumbnail for a YouTube video. And I was like, is this going to be like that? Like, oh, here's a creepy, like, snow face. Um, yeah, Greg says from the picture, I thought it was about a killer pig's nose. You thought what? <laughs> snowman th- was? Yeah. It uh, kind of looks like a pig's oh, nose. Oh, I see. I get you. Yeah, I, I can see that. Um, but, uh, uh, but yeah, so then you watch the trailer for this and you're like, oh, this is going to be the coolest movie ever. Yeah. And here's the thing. It's based on a book and this seems like the kind of idea that would work maybe better on the page than in a, in a, in a movie. It's like yeah. about a, a murderer. He's doing a Zodiac thing where he's taunting the police and he's writing little notes to them and he's leaving his victims with their head cut off and replaced their with head the, with like with a, a snowman a snowman's head. head yeah and the trailer like it looks like it could go either way but i'm i'm with you i'm leaning towards this looks like the kind of serial killer kind of movie that i want to see like that it looks zodiac-esque yeah 
thing. You know what it reminded me of a lot is um, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. In its, um, it knows that it's going to be doing some pretty fucked up shit. Yeah. Uh, but it still is a movie that takes itself seriously. Uh, and and kind of r- rides that line. And now this is just one trailer, but it feels yeah. like it rides that line pretty good. And it looks like a, it's a trailer that shows you so much. Like th- they really go far into here's a bunch of stuff from the movie. Mm-hmm. But it does, yeah, it looks like it could be really good. But it, I also there's just something nagging at the back of my brain being like, this could also end up being a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm hoping that it's not. Uh, I, it I looks don't know. Great. I, I have it, a lot of hope. It's uh, Michael Passbender. Now, yeah. that doesn't make a movie good, but he's generally good. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm on board. Yeah, I'm totally on board. I want to see this for sure. Yeah. The snowman. And if it is about a big giant snow pig head man, all the better. <laughs> yeah. And he seems to have. Did you see the counselor? Now I can't see anything but, but a, big, a pig's pig nose. Face, yeah. yeah. Did you see The Counselor? No. Okay, well, The Counselor has a thing in it that looks like this movie is trying to do where there's like a little machine that it puts a wire around your neck and it just tightens and tightens and tightens so your head comes off. It seems like in this movie this guy's using that thing to cut off their heads. They, yeah, there's there's definitely something similar to that. Yeah. Uh, the Counselor. Now, that movie uh, is, is terrible. Is universally reviled, as yeah. I understand. <laughs> it's the worst. I gotta see it. Some people like it. Cormac McCarthy wrote or directed? Oh, uh, Ridley Scott directed it, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. All right. Well, we're not here to talk about that. No, we're here to talk about Bright. I don't know if he can only kill in winter. Yeah, Kelsey on the, but his on head the looks YouTube like a pig. is wondering if he can only kill in the winter. Maybe not. What in the su- in the summer? Maybe he does like uh, he kills people and he puts their heads on like a little beach body like beach that looks muscly yeah, or a yeah. booby. <laughs> <laughs> he puts their head through one of those cutouts. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the head falls right. I was through. thinking, but like and he's he, like ah, I wish yeah. It was or he builds like a little mermaid. Like in the sand, oh, in the and sand puts the head and puts their the head on that. <laughs> that would he's a jaunty yeah. killer. And then they're like, There is no body underneath this sand. In the in the winter or in the fall, he, yeah. he gives makes them you a, a pumpkin spice head. Yeah. So uh Casey What? Yeah, I think was this on your list as well of things this, to talk about? Yeah, this was one. This was uh this is a, a, a movie called Bright. Uh, is it a movie or is it a show? It's a movie. Okay. I uh, thought Netflix. it was a show for some no, reason. No, no, it's a Netflix original movie yeah. starring Will Smith as uh Bad Boys yeah. and um uh Joel Edgerton. Joel Edgerton as, as a monster. A monster who is his uh partner. Yeah. A la Alien Nation. Yes. Uh, in a world with a bunch of stupid fairies and shit. Yeah, and I do correct me if I'm wrong, but I do believe that this was written by Max Landis. Oh, that does sound familiar. Um, He's and not direct- averse to doing something stupid. Yes, and it's directed by David Ayer of um, Suicide Squad previously. Yes, well, good for him. He's made shitty movies before, and this movie looks stupid. It looks really dumb. <laughs> it looks Although, insanely stupid. It looks like the dumb that I want to see until I realize it's directed by David Iyer and Max Landis, because I feel like they've burned me. Both of those people have burned me, because yeah. I was a Max Landis defender for a long time after Chronicle. I was, I was like, a Galaxy defender for a long time. Yeah, and... And I was also saying, um, uh, like, no, I have high hopes for Suicide Squad for a while. I was like, maybe this will be the DC that turns it around. Yeah. And both of those those people have kind of burned me. So I feel like even the sort of, oh, well, maybe this will be ridiculous in a way that will be fun 
in the again in the back of my brain i'm like yeah but these people suck yeah you're not gonna everything about this it feels like it's in the hands of people who suck yeah i love will smith i love joel edgerton i i think i'm a big defender of both of those people but you know if you drop them into the middle of a piece of shit yeah still it's still shit yeah so greg uh, says it's gonna be big and dumb and then it's gonna try and teach me a lesson yeah, it's going to try to teach you a lesson about tolerance or something and and I'm not that tolerance is bad. <laughs> Yay, tolerance, I guess, but uh ugh. Uh, <laughs> I it, like that you're just, like it's going to teach me about tolerance and I don't fucking like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm intolerant of that. Even the trailer feels like it's trying to teach you something. Yeah, if this yeah. thing is great, I would be very surprised. I'll be very happy if it is and I will be first in line. Yes, absolutely. In my house to watch Netflix. Greg will but, not uh, tolerate it. Yeah, but Greg, you're racist. <laughs> um it's uh but yeah, I I'm going to watch the shit out of it as soon as it comes on Netflix, but I guarantee it's going to be dumb as fuck. Yes. I agree. So, Bright, we'll see. Yeah. Now, uh, we're getting into the heavy hitters here um, in terms of trailers. We're going to keep the, the comic book stuff at the back in case Greg arrives in time. In time. But uh, here's the trailer that happened. In time. The Shape of Water. Um, yeah. The new Del Toro joint. Yeah. Um, the trailer is is out there. It has a crazy cast. And I didn't see Crimson Peak. Did you? Oh, uh, Greg's about to ejaculate. Um, oh, Greg just chatted us. I'm close. Uh, no, I didn't see Crimson Peak because uh, it looks awful. Yeah, I want to see it, but I also don't. And so I wasn't really... I like Del Toro stuff. Yeah, I, I like the Del Generally. Toro stuff that I like. Yeah. And I don't like what I don't like. <laughs> um, yeah. This looks like... Uh, <laughs> Craig is texting us, you uh, guys should kiss. Well, when you say it, it puts too much pressure on us. <laughs> no, I can't kiss them. Um, it, th this feels like actually the kind of Del Toro that I'm right in the middle on, which is uh, uh, like a Pan's Labyrinth type yeah. of thing, where I'm like, oh, I kind of like this, but also I kind of don't. Yeah, and you know what, though? I, I was kind of... A new Del Toro wasn't really on my radar, and then when this dropped, I've seen the trailer twice, once in theaters and once at home, and I'm fucking stoked for it. Yeah. I, re like, I just think that even just on art design alone look it looks fucking it looks dope. crazy good um and that uh, that uh, creature man is pretty cool yeah and listen michael shannon is playing a fucking creepy bad guy yeah totally and that's awesome and fucking michael stolberg is in it and he's yeah. the fucking greatest so look i'll watch this movie of course I totally will. Cause I, and again, I love sea creatures. Yeah, I'm a big fan of sea creatures. And I'm usually not a big like fantasy mixing with reality. Like it takes the right movie to do it. But something about this trailer and the idea of it, it being, I, I kind of it doesn't look similar, but in the same way that like Okja was about a relationship between like a little girl and yeah. a, and a sort of and a, a fantastical not, a fantastical creature, creature. right. I feel like this is going to hit the same kind of note, but maybe more grown, more grown up of a relationship because it seems a bit more like, because um, she's obviously grown up, and it's like two sort of older people in a weird situation. Maybe is it going to be romantic? I don't uh, know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think this movie actually, um, 
All right. Yes, well, then you are correct. Um, in the chat, they're with Casey in regards to Del Toro. That's yeah. David. Uh, yeah, like, I, I don't know. I feel like this movie could is on the peak of possibly trying to teach me something. But if it doesn't try to teach me anything, I'll be very refreshed by it. I don't know. This see, Bright seemed like it was going to be like, hey, it, we're, we're substituting aliens for different races and I'm going to teach you something. But this to me feels more just like, hey, obviously there's going to be an element of this movie that's about like, treating creature this creature properly and yeah. like she needs to break him out and well it's and gonna it be becomes a monster yeah it's gonna be it, there's gonna be parallels between because she's a deaf mute i think yeah or just mute um and there's gonna be parallels between uh you know the way we treat yeah uh, uh, people with disabilities or something totally or maybe not i um, i just feel like this is less gonna be less about like the lesson and more just about like it's just part of the movie the, yeah. the, the bright seemed more like see what it's we're doing towards yeah. that and also it's stupid people trying to do that so yeah <laughs> i don't know uh, I, i'm i'm cautiously optimistic about this but yeah I'm, De, del toro is just not my favorite you know it's he's like burton where he, he makes these worlds that are lovely to look at but the movies within them are uh, a little yeah uh, scattery i understand what yeah. you mean me too oh greg is here i believe oh my god greg's here nope Yes. Nope. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Greg. He is. Nope. Yeah. No, Greg, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> you are here just in time yeah. to talk about a trailer. Oh. The trailer that we have all been excited about. Yes. This is a trailer called Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> Baby. Good name for a trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what did you think of this, Greg? I want you to, to run us through this because I know you know more about what's going on here with the Planet Hulk stuff. Well, or the at least parallels to sure, sure, yeah. Sure. Uh, what I've really uh, grown to accept about all of the the film stuff and uh, the borrowing of certain ideas and elements is, as much as I will accept the basic, the original Marvel universe, and then the Ultimates universe, the film universe is a totally different thing. So I'm not going to worry about it being correct to Planet Hulk because it's just a different. Yeah, it's a different medium for storytelling, and it's fine. So they're using elements of it because they won't make a Hulk movie for some reason. Yeah. Originally, I thought it's because they don't want him to talk. That's what I was like. Well, Hulk's never going to talk, so they, yeah. don't to, they don't know what to do. And but then, then the, end of the trailer. trailer was like, "Fuck you, Greg! You don't know what the fuck you're talking about." <laughs> Hulk's talking all. Hulk's talking for sure. I thought sure. that was a weird line. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, Fuck it's you, very Greg. direct. Yeah, I don't. I guess they listen. Direct uh, marketing. And, and honestly, I was so I was so stunned that he was talking. I don't. I did. I didn't even hear the dialogue. I was just like, "What?" And also, like, he got a haircut. Yeah, <laughs> he looks like responsible Hulk. It's yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah. Business Hulk. Yeah, yeah, Bus yeah. Business casual Hulk. <laughs> Maybe they're Thank leaning God towards his uh, Mister Fix It face, which was yeah. oh, the worst. <laughs> oh, what a nightmare! Gray Hulk, you suck. Um. So anyway, other than that, this is just more of the same tone from the first Ragnarok trailer. What we were promised, yeah. yeah. Uh, Let's go, The colors are all over the the fucking poster is amazing. That poster is fucking dope. It's so, yeah, good. so good. Like Spider Man bounced back hard on that just fucking ridiculous Photoshop poster with that fucking great uh, uh, comic book art one. That was yeah, the spirals so good. And then this is. So gorgeous. So I'm so good. in yeah. love with it. I Amazing. Can, I'll, I'll just look at it. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, you can just Absolutely. look at it. 
Um, so pretty, so many colors. And uh, I know that, uh, you know, we're like, oh, well, Guardians of the Galaxy, and that's where yeah. Marvel and everyone's trying to lean now. And I was like, yeah, they're definitely doing that. But at the same time, I feel like this movie is f- way more of an homage to Flash Gordon than anything yeah. else. Like, yeah. It's really yeah. got this big out of control campy vibe that just seems great like again thor is a really hard character to sell live action yeah like really really hard to not make it really really dumb (laughs) but it also seems like they've really like chris hemsworth is fucking pretty funny yeah Yeah. he is well that's what really helped the first movie is that it was genuinely clever the first one's super funny and i was like i don't know who this guy is that cast as thor i get that he's big and stuff but hopefully he's great and he was very very good at the the comic stuff and not making fun of the character though yeah Yeah. which is hard to do but very good job um so yeah, I'm just even though I then in rewatching because I didn't even take in any of the dialogue when Hulk started talking because I was just <laughs> going like what the fuck. Then I rewatched it. I'm like, well, I don't care for that scene. <laughs> uh, it it seemed a little uh, a little bit like mm-hmm, yeah, right. but you know, I, but I loved it actually. Sure, I, I, I mean, it. I'm yeah. glad he's talking. The voice sounds great, and it's a it's a it's a good push in the very very correct direction. Because again, the the non talking like walking around Oaf Hulk is yeah forty five years ago like he's been yeah. talking for a long long time yeah not in you know uh, he, they did and also ma- cinematically I'm not sure how much more there is you can yeah you can like, do yeah in yeah, that yeah, arena. yeah he punches shit real good but yeah. like like really now we need something else yeah, yeah, yeah totally. there needs to be another level to the character yeah, yeah. or else uh, yeah and I'm glad they've and it's fine it wasn't a hard voice to land on you know it's yeah. not like there's a complicated font or something that they don't know what to do like, <laughs> what could he possibly sound like. <laughs> yeah. I'm so green. What makes you so mighty, Thor? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think here, the, the interesting thing, though, about that final scene is that the, in the news um, today, there was yeah. some kind of a, a statistic or quote from the director saying about, like, oh, like 70% of, of scenes had improvisation in it and stuff. Yeah. And I feel like that clip at the end is the one that you can see it in the most because it looks like hemsworth is trying not to break when like the hulk is saying some of those things Mm -hmm. and i feel like maybe that's going to be some of the vibe of the movie is going to like i'm hoping he keeps it tight in the editing but that like some of it's going to have that kind of like okay we have our characters and we're just going to try and bounce some lines off each other Yeah. yeah and i just hope that's handled well i hope so too well, it's, you can do that and get out good quality oh yeah inspiration totally. out of that stuff that and then edit it scene, properly and yeah what do, what what don't makes me not worry it. is um yeah well fucking <laughs> apatow doesn't know how to make a good movie um uh, if if there's good apatow movies it's in spite of him uh but if you just watch uh, uh I keep wanting to call it Attack of the Wilder People. Yeah. Uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. <laughs> That's got a lot of that in it. It's got a lot of just really funny people being really funny. Yeah. But the story is fantastic. Totally. Yeah. And Kelsey is saying that she's intrigued by the fact that it seems like Hulk is more verbose and in control of his rage. Yeah. Um, but that banner doesn't really remember what happens when he's Hulk. Right. Yeah. Well, I think that's because they still maybe fundamentally don't understand the character they're using. Yeah. You know what are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. They, they, yeah, baby steps here. Yeah. <laughs> like, then they're gonna get into the whole thing of like the duality of the fight inside the mind between Banner and Hulk. And yeah, there's some very very good issues with that, but uh, I don't think that they're ever gonna try and tackle that on screen. So, yeah, mm. but they should. It'd be great. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited. 
Yeah, no, I'm listen. Really this, looking forward this to this. Looks so fun. Yeah, so fun. Dynamite. Can't wait. Yep. Yeah, can't wait. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, can you wait? Yeah, for the new DC film. Uh, the new yeah. Justice League. Yeah, I, I certainly can wait. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm like more Wonder Woman, Dynamite. Yeah, then all this other stuff happens. I'm like, uh, okay, all right then. Yeah, his shoulders look so funny. Flash, they look like he's got some like something's something's wrong in the costume yeah. design. Yeah, there. I'm like, like I can't uh, stop looking at these weird circular shoulders. I just for can't... me, it's not his shoulders so much as it is his uh, hammy bullshit performance. <laughs> <laughs> every every line he says, I'm like, I hate this guy. <laughs> I, I my thing about Jimmy Fallon is the Flash. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He loves everything. Yeah. And uh, then Aquaman does a like a Legolas kind of like woo flippity do action. Mm-hmm. Ta da! <laughs> yeah. Look, it, it's fucking and spoilers for this trailer. Yeah. It's fucking dope when he. Uh, uh, Flies through the roof of that yeah, building yeah, yeah. and then comes out the door. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> but I thought that was totally. Remember in the Lord of the Rings movie? Maybe you don't, but <laughs> in the Lord of the Rings like movies, that. they kept on With like they'd have some like fancy, crazy uh, Legolas. You yeah, know, he would always thing. do a, like a jumping up. Yeah, on and the then tail he's like and, surfing yeah. down this fucking monster, and he's like, Shabam! Yeah, you know, um, it reminded me of that with his little hair flip at the end. I just can't get a, like know. the the DC aesthetic. Now, for Wonder Woman, I felt like it worked, and they managed to get some brightness and stuff in there. Totally. Not only that it's just gray, but when I look at this picture that we have up of the team from the movie, all it makes me think of is like, the, like the the suits and the the muscles on the suits and the and the mm-hmm. the highlights on the suits. Mm-hmm. It just looks like Rob Liefeld overkill mm-hmm. style. Like this is every muscle is gonna glisten. Yeah, every this is definitely be... the shiniest uh, uh, superhero world. Yeah, yeah. Like, everything is very shimmery. Yeah. Like it just but... feels like a like they've nudged it too far. Into no. like J.J. Abrams lens flare slash everybody's gonna have this like glistening yeah yeah, yeah. It did, and it just the composition all of it I just and we're looking at a picture of yeah. them standing there heroically and it, the composition of it is just ugly yeah, yeah. it's, it's just, pretty gross and also Cyborg looks fucking stupid <laughs> <laughs> like what fucking nineteen ninety four uh, uh oh, movie no. made for thirty five thousand dollars starring Mario Van Peebles. Does he fucking come solo? From? Solo. Yeah. 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 Solo. That's the one. There it is. Oh, is he playing solo? He's I'm solo. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's like the trailer looks fine. Yeah, well, because they threw a Wonder Woman at you right away. So yeah. you're like, yeah, yeah. Oh. Your friends came. Yeah. It just looks like I don't know what we're gonna get Everything here. Everything yeah. about it. Like I think this Batman looks all right. This Superman, I, I'm not that cool with, but whatever. Drew says, "What up, YouTube?" Um, does he know that we're not all of, <laughs> we're YouTube? Not of YouTube? Are we not YouTube? No, no, we're on YouTube. It's a bummer. Yeah, uh, but I, I, it just everything looks like the look of the characters in the Marvel universe make me excited about superheroes. Yeah, these would just make me want to get him a towel. <laughs> yeah, they all look very wet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I think this trailer looks like it's not going to be 
what it's they need to be. It's going to be the same big dumb fucking yeah. mess. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and it's going to have a couple of Joss Whedon jokes thrown in there. Yeah. Just so you know he's involved. Right. So you can rest assured, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's not going to do fuck all for this. Yeah. Nah, fuck no. <laughs> DC fucked you. Fucked up. it up. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I fuck I, you. For I could just hope that it's me. a little bit better than Batman Love Superman, but mm-hmm. we're here's hoping. Yeah. I think it'll be a little bit better. Yeah. <sighs> Hopefully. Yeah. It just it feels like it, it was it was too far along by the time that like even by the time that Batman v Superman like failed and then. And then Suicide Squad was like, oh, shit, people really like that fun trailer. Let's try and spice it up. Yeah. It, I, I feel like even this project was far enough along at that point that it was like anything from here on out is going to be a course correction. You are absolutely right, Kelsey. Yeah. The, the, the red little underwears. Yeah, it looks, looks weird. weird. Super weird. Like he didn't finish getting dressed. Yeah. Like <laughs> he forgot his little panties. Yeah. <laughs> Put on your panties, Superman. You got to go save the guys. <laughs> well, Justice League trailer, I'm not so sure about. But Greg. Yeah, yeah what? You had something that you watched. I did. That I feel like not nobody was so sure about. Well, and you've you've put it on the docket. I did. Um, it's time to talk about the mummy. I watched the mummy too. You the mummy. Casey saw the mummy, and I just needed some big dumb Hollywood. Yeah, I was yeah. really in the mood for it. Yeah. Um, and so I watched the big dumb mummy. Yeah. And uh, the that dummy was the alternate like. title. <laughs> <laughs> um. And uh, holy fuck, is this movie boring? It's crazy how bad wow. it is. Holy balls! That, that said, I liked I liked I, parts of it. I, there were mo- things where I was like, "Well, if you him, uh, you, you kept on like starting to get your interest, and then it would go somewhere else." And, and there was like things that were kind of starting to where the beginning was. I was like, yeah, yeah, mummy, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Fuck me, all right. <laughs> man, did I ever fucking hate the relationship between Jake Johnson and Tom Cruise. Yeah, I know. It was so uncomfortable. I know. It's like they, Tom Cruise knew, and spoiler alert, and he just had to shoot him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get like, you out of this movie, buddy. There's only us, one way. One of us has to Somebody's die, and it's die. not going to be Tom <laughs> yeah, Cruise. Yeah, not going to be Cruise. Uh, but uh, Jesus Christ, it was like... Uh, every line that they had might as well have been, we're friends, right? Yeah. We are friends. We're just <laughs> friending around. We're just palling about. And it felt like they wanted, or Tom Cruise wanted, like, oh, well, you know, it didn't do crazy money, but everyone really liked Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. And it's like there's a kind of fun, jokey element to it that really worked. Yeah. And he also starts as kind of a dick. And they're like, let's do that again. But right. let's... Let's not be funny and have him be a dick for the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. How, how about he's just a piece of shit, <laughs> then he's a mummy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. There's so many wrong turns here. What, like, did, that, you, what did you think of the uh, the hilariously clunky world building? Oh, the, the walkthrough? The one <laughs> scene where they were like... Guess what we're gonna do? Make more movies. Yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, there's all the stuff you already told us about. Yeah, it, but this time in jars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this time with all the excitement of jars. Oh, How did they huh. do it? And literally, no. it is a scene where they're like, 
Let's. We're gonna walk through, and here's this thing. There's that thing. This is mm-hmm. gonna be a movie. That's gonna be a movie. Anyway, on to the rest of this piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Drew says, "Bring back Brendan." Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I don't need no crews. Give me that Brendan Fraser action. <laughs> yep. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Never has that sentence been said. Yeah. I, I, well, it's just, it's so weird that Tom Cruise is in this. I know. And I it's like I it's like I I can't imagine that they this is how it was gonna go down. But he must have read the title and went, yeah, "Do I get to be the mummy?" Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah the, and nobody could the say mummy. no. Everyone yeah. was terrified. Uh, the, uh, yes. <laughs> You want to be the mummy? <laughs> what What did you think? You remember how in the end there, and I spoiled this before, so I'm going to yeah. spoil it again. Yeah. yeah. What did you think of how he brings her back to life? Uh, <laughs> uh, do, do you remember how he just gets in her face, yells at her yeah, to be alive? Yeah. Well, I, that, I feel like all movies of the last 10 years, all action movies have to end with someone screaming at the problem until it changes. Yeah. All the superhero movies are like a blue light goes off and someone goes, ah, until it's over. Yeah. And Tom Cruise is like, (laughs) I don't don't know why it worked. There's no, there's no science behind anything. But not just science. Well, they set his character up for that where they're in the tomb in the beginning and he he sees all the pulleys and the ropes and clearly they're attached to something. And then what he's he's just like, oh, he just shoots the rope (laughs) and sets everything loose and that causes the mummy problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because he's just like this. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) So yeah, you scream at a lady until she's alive again. Yeah, and there's your uh, world-building franchise maker. Yeah, I yeah. hope a lot of doctors watch this movie and go, "Oh, that's what we've been doing." Oh, all right. Why, why hey, cancer. Been, why haven't Fuck we? Off. Yeah, why haven't we been screaming at more patients? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I I long for the days of the original Mummy. Yeah, yeah. I it's didn't, not. I didn't bother. It's with a this fine one. Sunday afternoon yeah. picture. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not bothering with I, this one. And I just. I are they. St- did it make money overseas? Are they going forward with this? I think they're so invested in the dark universe that they have to try. They cast everybody. I know. Yeah. So they already cast everybody in that Justice League movie that we didn't get what George Miller was going to do. How fucking great would oh, that have I been? I just long for it. <laughs> just no one would care if you just stopped. Yeah, if you if stop you this, got fired there's everyone, no fans. Just keep Gal Gadot and Wonder Woman and then go fucking... Make that fucking crazy George Miller. <laughs> get rid of everybody else. Everybody else. Gone. I'm Keep sorry. Calgado, get rid of everybody else. Yep. Kelsey said it made a lot of money overseas. Did it? Okay. And Maria then. asks why you hate Sundays. I like a good crump. Uh, like uh, a... I don't know. Yeah. I like a, uh, a Stephen got, Summers makes uh, good Sunday movies. Sure, I'm watching. It's Sunday. Like Twister. I'm, Twister's yeah. a great Sunday afternoon. It's movie. Sunday. I'm watching Deep Rising. Yeah. It's Tom Cruise's highest grossing movie. I, what? That's weird. That's really? Awesome. Yeah. That's well then fine. What the fuck do we know? I know. Carry on, Mummy Cruise. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mummy Cruise. Will he be Mummy Man in the like? Is he the, the Mummy yeah. Man? going forward? Is he going to turn up and scream at everyone? Yeah. Well, you. you Hey, Dracula! <laughs> get some long teeth! <laughs> Who wants to race me? Yeah. <laughs> Frankenstein, zip up that hoodie. <laughs> you keep looking fly. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. It's fucking awesome. Um, yeah, something. Greg, what? You also wanted to talk about something else. Did I? Yes. 
you wanted to talk about the oh yeah television show right. yes. Big Little Lies. Big Little Lies. Yeah. This was a television show that I watched the entirety of and absolutely fucking loved. Yeah. I've seen one episode of, and okay. I really okay. need reassurance that it gets better. Oh, you didn't like it? No. Oh, man. Uh, I've seen half of the season of yeah. the series, and I loved it, but it was just one of those situations where by virtue of, not by virtue of the quality of the show, but just that... I started watching other things and it fell yeah. behind in my mind. Right. But I was by the halfway point, I was really into it. Yeah, like I guess I I really was not down with the first half of the episode, and I was less hard on it later. But it felt like a lot of it felt like a lot of stuff I'd seen before. Um, yeah, and a lot of a performance style that I don't always really like watching, and it's like a fan. Like I know that we're doing like a little bit of a heightened reality, but they don't hang on to that. And I hate when they won't commit to being like setting the tone. This is your world tone, and not rolling with it. I felt like the first episode dipped in and out of that, and it kind of it kind of. Oh, I don't feel like it did me that out. at all. Yeah, well, maybe it doesn't throughout the series, but episode one anyway. And I know that episode one is the hardest one to. Make always, perfect, yeah. you know. Um, I'm trying to remember what I thought of the of episode one because now that I have it in context with the rest of it, it's. I know oh, what man. you mean. Yeah, I fucking love the show. Uh-huh. I feel like I uh, liked it right away. I'll try more, but yeah, yeah, you should try more. I, I yeah. didn't like hate it. Yeah, but I was I wasn't I didn't want to watch another one. <laughs> I know what you mean about <laughs> I got other things to. But I also have a feeling like if you didn't like the first one, like I feel like that tone is pretty. I, I I would say try yeah. uh, try another one yeah and and see and then if it, if it doesn't start to grab you but like oh, I I want to see this through then I wouldn't yeah. yeah but but I did think that I know what you mean about sit like some of these things you've seen before or even just like Reese Witherspoon like I thought she was great in it but I also felt like it's a character that you've maybe seen her do this kind of thing before but maybe not to this extent yeah um but i i thought the performances were amazing mm-hmm. i i need to circle back and finish it yeah because yeah. like I, I want closure now on... is better than the next yeah and they're all fucking like it's a crazy master class of how good acting can be yeah i mm-hmm. want closure on the story too now that i'm like halfway in being yeah. like okay no i'll keep going and yeah. it might i just might have been in the wrong mood for it maybe yeah. i wanted a different show I, think... I just i just finished a whole shit ton of shows in a short succession that I've been working my way through for a while, like Better Call yeah. Saul and fucking Westworld and uh, Handmaids and like uh, all this, you know, shit that I was really, really into. And then, I don't know, maybe I just wasn't ready for a new relationship. Yeah. I I, I really didn't... Um, I really didn't like the the setup of like we're gonna have people being interviewed and stuff yeah and we're i did gonna not cut, like, I did that, not like that and, and that, casey when we talked you you were kind of like no but where it goes with that i liked and well the thing is within within the the craft of the entire thing i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra start hiring professionals like a professional Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It always feels a little bit tacked on, but you can but you can really tell what the point of it is and the point of it is very necessary and in the book i think probably it works a lot more seamlessly but it really does feel like um uh like those scenes feel a little bit tacked on but then the point of them is that they live within this microcosm of judgment and uh and you know every, everybody's perception of a perfect family and of a perfect home life yeah um and and so it 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 gets that point across quite well but those scenes are always a little bit like this feels weird yeah mm. Uh, but it never bothered me because I understood the overall intention of it and yeah. how important Oh, we just it didn't is. understand it. The <laughs> thing is, I understood uh, essentially, it. I understood it. <laughs> you know, I would say watch it again. This time, try to pretend it. you're me. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, then you'll fucking get a brain in your <laughs> shitty head. Uh, hey, here's my cap. Uh, it's a thinking cap. Maybe, Maybe wear it next time. It on. Might be a little big for you. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Try understanding it, you fucking dunces. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Big uh, Little Lies. Yeah. Check mm. it out if you haven't seen it. Or uh, not. Well, I'll check out some more. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, that's it, I think, right? Yeah, uh, I've, I've been watching fuck all. Did you watch the monkeys, Dan? I did watch. Dan, the did monkeys. you go see the monkeys? I saw the monkeys. Yeah. Dan, did you see? Hey, the hey, monkeys? where the monkeys? <laughs> you and, love those monkeys. Yeah, I love them. Yeah. And as I said on the show, I saw uh before the like I saw War for the Planet of the Apes, and I said recently on the show that maybe I'm just in the pocket for these movies because yeah. I loved both of the other ones. You're in you're you're in the pocket of Big Monkey. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the pocket of Big Monkey. <laughs> I thought the first two were great. I think we're looking back on them and and revisiting them both. Um, it for me, it's really solidified as being this really interesting franchise trilogy, and I and I really like where they started. I know some people didn't like the second one as much, and and I t- was talking to some people. Um, I was talking to Max Price, and he was kind of saying, oh, this, the first one was such an interesting kind of like science fiction kind of interesting movie, and the second one kind of tweaked it towards a little bit more of a dark, dull kind of thing, whereas I felt like it was such a great place to go after the first movie, mm-hmm. and I and I loved it. Uh, I loved it. I uh, Maria on screen right now is saying, <laughs> why'd they call it war? And I she told, also said there weren't no fighting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and She's I, totally right. There was <laughs> very little war And I totally movie. understand yeah. that, and I think if somebody leaves that movie disappointed, like, that wasn't a war. The quiet reflection Man. of the planet of the yeah, yeah. yeah. Sad but, monkey in the mean Yeah, <laughs> But I, I fucking loved it. I thought it was such a great finale. I loved that it was at once like a western a revenge it was a escape movie it was a biblical epic at like moments i thought it the the transition through all these different types of movies were fascinating and amazing and like- i never checked my watch i was in it the whole time i i will say some of the opening of the movie 
Um, there was a few things like dialogue and mm-hmm. like expository dialogue wise mm-hmm. where I was like, this is lands a little bit with a clunk here just yeah. to like get us the engine started. But once it went going, I, I thought it was great. And I thought here's a, bl- a blockbuster movie where like 70 to 80% of this movie is either subtitles or sign language or, yeah. a- and I always knew the, the characters, their intention, what they wanted what, what who they didn't did or didn't like oh, so we didn't understand so you didn't understand <laughs> it so here's a fucking thinking cap oh. put that shit on no but like a movie we don't understand monkey movie <laughs> yeah uh i don't think you understand it how come those monkeys are being so subtle yeah but i but like for a movie to be able to sell that to me i felt like I'm impressed by this movie's like ability to have me on that on that page with yeah. the movie. I thought it was great. I didn't think it was bad. Yeah, I just was like, all right, monkey I movie. Yeah, I didn't think it was again, bad. I just I thought it wasn't very much fun. Yeah, or interesting. I, not <laughs> oh man, I thought I loved it. Yeah. I like Bad Monkey was so good. Yeah, yeah, Steve Zahn was oh very, very good, and the effects, the effects are on, crazy. on his character in particular. Yeah, were outrageous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> outrageous. We're totally outrageous. Bad monkey was good. <laughs> <laughs> That's the twist. Yeah. Oh, uh, there were some speaking parts for women, but uh, not very many. No. No. Uh, um, David is saying. Yeah. Yes. Also, not in no, or not much sign language for women yes. in this movie either. Yeah. yeah. Um, or women. Uh, there was a few. <laughs> trying to uh yeah, judy, judy Greer, Greer was, in was in there uh, um there was a few the the this this is totally a stretch but there's a lot of um women soldiers that are not specifically given like dialogue but do say things yeah. in unison with everybody else right but yeah no oh, i well, agree on a technicality it's a feminist yeah. epic <laughs> i agree that there it's definitely there's definitely not um much representation in that film no but i can criticize the film for that and also love it oh for sure <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. yeah oh absolutely same thing with baby driver yeah same um, thing with boss baby yeah so it's <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i said a thing that sounded like another thing. yeah yeah <laughs> um well now it's time to get to film roulette yeah here we go go film roulette let's go <laughs> Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good, something that we've been excited about, Um, and the low roller has to go see something terrible. This week, the low roll was a war film uh iron eagle four versus a winner's choice because we were thinking about dunkirk thinking about Val- valerian Val- valerian valerian um thinking about anything else in theaters uh so it was a winner's choice week so we did that um we will talk about those two movies and we will also talk about an album because the low roller gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week um so this week it was winner's choice casey you what? were one of the winners i remember i was one of the i was one of the winners mm-hmm. so how do you want to get down with this i <laughs> how do you want to get down with this? i know what i saw 
Yeah. Are, are <laughs> you going to be able to jump in on this, or should I just go for it? Just go for it. Okay. I saw Dunkirk. Okay. As you can tell by looking on the screen. Um, segwaying from that previous conversation, also a film with not many speaking roles for women, mm-hmm. as well as uh, not many roles in a place where it has been documented that women were in mm. the war. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so to get that out of the way. Um, but Dunkirk is the new film from Christopher Nolan. Uh, it is the big talk right now in the movie world. Am I right or am I right? You're right. Yeah. Big Everyone's talking, talking, about, talking it, about it. Talking about how you should be seeing it um, and more, whether you're seeing it in 70 millimeters or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, the event that shaped our world, miraculous evacuation of allied soldiers from Belgium, Britain, Canada, and France who were cut off and surrounded by the German army from the beaches and the harbor of Dunkirk, France, between May 26th and June 4th, 1940, during the Battle of France in World War II, starring a number of people, James Darcy, Harry Styles, 1D, (laughs) Jack Lowden, Ian Whitehead, lots, lots and lots. Um, So, I didn't see this in 70mm. I'll get that out there right now. Not, I didn't see this in IMAX. Of this movie no idea. <laughs> a, a number of millimeters. Uh-huh. Um, and this this is, the as I mentioned, this is the hot ticket right now. I feel like everyone has to have the opinion. Everyone's throwing out masterpieces. Um, everyone is talking about Dunkirk. Mm-hmm. And I <clears throat> will say this about Dunkirk. It is very good. <laughs> now, I liked it quite a bit. Yeah. And I feel like in the world that we live in right now, that is a negative review, basically. Yeah. <laughs> because everything, because every movie is so good. Every every movie has to either be a, a masterpiece or a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. And I really feel like this movie, for me, landed in the, like, I really admired it, but it was always something that i was admiring and enjoying and never something that like like that i was fully in emotionally right i felt like this is sounds like a christopher nolan movie 100 percent. but it also it's it also sounds like a christopher nolan movie that is hot off the heels of one that maybe got a lot of flack for like when when interstellar came out a lot of the kind of discussion around that was like either it's brilliant or it's dumb and the ending is stupid. And I feel like I feel like with Interstellar, Christopher Nolan saw a lot of pushback on maybe what was working before in something like Inception. It was like, oh, I'm going to do Inception again and this kind of a sci-fi thing again. I'll take it a step further. And people were like, some people were like, hey, this is kind of dumb. <laughs> like, do you guys think that or no? Well, because I felt like Interstellar is a good movie, but I was just kind of not I mean, as great. It not like kind of getting tired of his shtick. I don't. I don't think it's dumb necessarily. I think it's a fine Interstellar story or whatever. Yeah. I think there's some uh, silly it, stuff. Just, in I think it. it's just. I, I don't think it's a very well told story. No, this is the problem because yeah. I saw it and I remember <laughs> like the big scenes. Yeah, or the famous scenes, mostly because I also see memes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I like it. Just didn't. It didn't have an impact. And it that movie tried very hard to be emotional. 
Yeah. Um, and it just didn't, uh, yeah. And the interstellar blue says, says Maria. Maria. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and you're, you're not, not you're not wrong. And there were scenes in it I liked, and then there was a bunch of shit I don't fucking remember because it didn't really yeah. have any lasting appeal. And the emotion yeah. in it maybe seemed. You know that uh, clip where the that uh, the thing went viral years ago, where the the guy didn't know how to cry. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's very much what Christopher Nolan movies feel like. Yeah, they feel like uh, um, like they're they're made by somebody who has seen emotions. Yeah, yeah. In front of yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. But never inside of him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, no, yeah, I mean I things have worked in, in subtle ways for him. I quite love Inception. I think that's I a love terrific Inception movie, as well. and it has some nice emotional yeah. notes in it. As uh, as does Memento. Yeah, uh, but it, but I felt like Interstellar was. Yeah, I'm trying to get this chat to show up properly on the screen. Sorry, everybody. Um, but yeah, I feel like it was. I can't read that, Dan. What does that fucking say? It says I, I liked it. Those little square robots and crazy Matt Damon. I like the square I, robots. I loved the square robots, and I loved. The Matt Damon hanging out in space. Yeah, hanging so, with Damon. There's that. What? Uh, <laughs> I like. I enjoyed stuff about it. Stop playing with the damn thing. I I enjoyed stuff about it, yeah. but I just felt like interst. I feel like this movie, although it has Dunkirk, is something that he has been trying to do for a long time. Yeah. Um, but I do feel like. The go watch The Martian says Maria. Seen The Martian, it's great. I will yeah. watch it again. Yes, I'll watch movie. it again. Terrific <laughs> fucking movie. I, I feel like Dunkirk is okay. Like he's been trying to make Dunkirk for a long time. As far as I know, it's a passion project. Um, and I do, but I do feel like there is an element of okay. Well, last time, you know, I really, really shot for the moon in terms of the the story and having so many working parts in the story. And this time I'm going to come out with this passion project. It's a war film and I'm going to come at it really hard on the technical. Yeah. I'm going to come at it and it's going to be super beautiful. It's going to be gorgeous. 70 millimeter. It's going to IMAX. We're going to shoot a ton of it in like amazing. We're, the, the, the aerial photography in Dunkirk is fucking amazing. Like it's yeah. unbelievable. True. Like some of this movie is so stunning. Yeah. But I never was once not just sitting there thinking like this film is stunning and I'm looking at a stunning film that yeah. has been meticulously made and I'm watching it being put together and it's all really, really great and stunning and I'm not really feeling it on an emotional level outside of is it suspense. Like it's very tense. There's a lot of suspension and there's a lot of like really intense moments but it's things like there's a shot in the trailer where the guy's lying on the ground and there's these explosions that are coming like closer and closer to him. And instead of being like, oh, my God, please don't die. I'm thinking, blow him up. No, no, no. <laughs> not like, But I'm thinking like, oh, no, I hope he gets away. OK, cool. He did. It's not yeah. like, oh, I'm going to be really upset if any of these characters die. It's more just like, I hope they get out of this. Oh, they didn't. Dang. Yeah. Oh, they did. Yes. It's not. It, I just never I never once felt pulled into the story of these people yeah. i just felt like this is a movie that extremely extremely well um puts the experience on screen is it um is it are we are we just done making world war ii movies is this, is this the problem here too well my uh good are we friend... just like is there no, any way of like doing this and having it be 
effective anymore. Well, I think people love this movie, so I feel like I'm, think, well, yeah, I'm the yeah. only one really that. Are, I think people. No, people. I think you're right. I think I think what, how you feel about it is kind of more how people are yeah. feeling about it. I haven't but, heard, and I haven't talked to anyone who's seen it who is like, "Wow, yeah, like, fucking holy! Did you know about this war?" <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I, you know, Did you guys like, know really? this was happening? It, it looks <laughs> very nice, and the performances are good and stuff like that. And it's just like, yeah, it's a very good, very nice movie. Yeah, and I, I think it'll just it'll it'll just be a forgotten, really expensive uh, movie. Uh, I don't know. Um, I, I I feel like we've just examined this war from many angles over and over and over again, and it's you know maybe audiences are not going to connect with it anymore. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. <clears throat> I just feel like. Yeah, for me, this movie didn't land on the emotional thing. Now, everybody in this movie is fantastic, and they all put in great performances. It just doesn't translate over to it being an emotional experience. Now, I will say, I watched this piece of uh, news today from Calgary where somebody who was in Dunkirk went and saw the movie. He's like 97 years old. Oh, yes. And it was so tug on your heartstrings. I basically almost started to cry in my office where he was describing um, the the experience of watching this movie and, and that it was like seeing people that he knew come back to life. And I think that this movie does an amazing job of making you feel like the tension of the scene and, and, and the like experience of, of the war on a physical level. And I think that you cannot deny the craft in that. It just, I never felt the emotion of any of it yeah I, I just felt very like this is very intense oh my god yeah. i hope they get out of it it was never like yeah it was never really an emotional story and i feel like for me that's a huge flaw in the film right but for a lot of people that i've seen it's not so i don't know that's me yeah i i yeah. think it's it's definitely an experience you should see on the big screen yeah um and i think it's definitely one to see it's like an amazing piece of of filmmaking the stuff with tom hardy in the air is amazing i felt like that for me the the dog fighting and the and the 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 whole side of the story of them flying around was was so fascinating and so well executed not that the other stuff wasn't fights a dog in the air he fights a dog in the air it's (laughs) crazy yeah you gotta see it (laughs) i had no idea that happened and kenneth branagh's good maria was asking on screen about that everyone's good yeah and i love kenneth branagh so yeah dunkirk for me is a a definite recommendation for a film experience in the cinemas yeah but as a piece of of emotional storytelling i didn't and, and again maybe Maybe that's not what he wanted to do. Maybe he just was trying to replicate on a technical fashion uh, what what, what uh, human emotions are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what it's like to experience that horror. But yeah, I, I didn't think it was great. Yeah. Maria is saying that uh, Kenneth Branagh is never good, and I disagree. Mm-hmm. You never seen Dead Again. Yeah, mm-hmm. Dead Again is so good. Anyway. 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 Speaking of, I feel like you didn't see this movie, Casey. Uh, oh no, I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I disagree, Dan. (laughs) And now for my part. Yeah. No, what I saw on this Winner's Choice uh, evening was uh, I had to sort of do a family uh, uh, situation. So I saw Despicable Me 3. Oh. Yeah. That's what I saw. Have you seen the other ones? Despicable Me 3. I think I saw part of Despicable Me 1. Yeah. And then I saw part of the Minions movie before I fell asleep. Mm -hmm. And then that's probably about it for me in terms of 
those. Yeah. Uh, so I went ahead and saw this. And the reason I wanted to see this was because I was just absolutely mystified by the fact that for his first foray into somebody else's filmmaking, or well, not his first but because of basketball, but uh, I was just mystified why Trey Parker decided uh, uh, to make this. I'm sorry, what? Trey Parker made this movie? No, he's no, in no, it. No, no, no. He's just in he's, it. Oh, he's why in he this. made this his uh, oh uh, sort of children's yeah. movie debut. Weird. Uh, yeah, so I, I was very interested in that uh, as a, a thing. Yeah. And is he a major character? Yes. He's, he's this that guy character. that's on screen he's right now. He's, the, he's, the, villain. he's the, the villain. Oh. Yeah. He's a sort of 80s themed villain. He's yeah. a, a, a character who he was a, a child star in the 80s. Uh, and then he sort of outgrew his charm and uh, and Hollywood uh, kind of kicked him out. Right. And he. Um, uh, look, I. OK, I'll, I'll yeah. get there, Maria. I will. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he uh, so he uh, he takes his revenge on the world, uh, uh, or his hatred of Hollywood. He takes out on the world yeah. by becoming a supervillain. Yeah. Um, and listen, Trey Parker is an extremely important person in my life. Yes. Uh, absolutely. From the very beginning of South Park yeah. and everything he's done, Cannibal yep. the Musical, as Maria mentioned on screen, uh, uh, even basketball. Basketball which, is woefully underappreciated so funny it, it is I fucking it. it's not the greatest movie i don't give a fuck it's, it's hilarious fucking hilarious yeah, yeah. and then gets by yeah just on their chemistry alone. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. team and america gets so, so good, good. So team good. america like south park, park the movie fuck off so good trey <laughs> parker is one of the most important comedic minds i think of our generation absolutely uh, uh and maybe of any generation because it's such a now, you know, and Matt Stone has said this, too. He's like, everything that we do is because Trey Parker is a genius. Uh -huh. uh, and, and I think that um, it's such a singular vision. Yeah. Uh, and South Park has been, you know, 23 years now. Yeah, um, 23 years. And if you I, I watched yeah, the last season. Go ahead and drop in at any point. It's still quality. It's still as good, if not better. Yep. Uh, and and it's crazy because and he has said he's like it's because we don't give over to committee thinking. Mm -hmm. It's still Matt Stone and Trey Parker yeah. making that show. Yeah. So uh, you know, like not just his comedic mind, which is absolutely fucking brilliant, uh, but his intention. Mm -hmm. Like he's not he didn't care about becoming big and rich and famous. He just wanted to make something cool for 20 some odd years yeah. and fucking did. Yeah. And it's fucking amazing. Which is why this is so bizarre, mm -hmm. because he is. I, I don't know what he's doing in this movie. <laughs> this movie is as charming as these movies are, sure. which is to say somewhat. Yeah. Um they it they do their funny little things and their cute little things and and they and the little minion guys are pretty cute or whatever. But Trey Parker seems devoid of something or seems to be missing something. That sucks because when I saw the trailers for Despicable Me 3, I was kind of like <clears throat> okay, this isn't for me. I, I, like, I think I saw the Minions movie, and I was like, pretty light on it. This is as 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 charming as this movie probably was going to be. 
But when I saw the trailer for this and I saw, okay, Trey Parker's in it and he's doing this kind of 80s thing and that's probably not going to be amazing, but maybe there's going to be something funny to mine from mm-hmm. this as a villain and I kind of thought there would be some fun to it. That's the thing is that he doesn't really do anything. Um, like his voice work is fantastic uh, and his uh, couple that with his delivery which is is it delicio uh it's not delicio it's not delivery <laughs> <laughs> it's all it's not pizza at all really it's oh, okay words. it's a performance um uh, it, it's it's always fucking dead on and and perfect timing and and there's none of it here it's just he's it's not that he's not trying he's doing you know there's enthusiasm to it but it's just none of it is interesting it's really a bummer. That it's sucks. It's really a weird bummer. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. See this movie if you got kids, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but don't expect anything out of Trey Parker. And at the end, there's like a theme song that's got kind of an '80s vibe to it. Pharrell Williams did all the music for this. Yeah. And uh, there's a song that I don't know if he co-wrote it or if uh, if Trey Parker just performs it. But it's called Hug Me or something like that. And it's... um, (laughs) That sounds... It's really weird. (laughs) It's really off-putting and weird. I don't know what what the intention behind it was. But yeah, the the whole thing is just uh, perplexing. Weird. Great. Yeah. All right. Well, Despicable Me 3. Steve Carell is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, I'll see it someday. I have a yeah, child. Or so. don't. <laughs> I saw the Minions movie because I have a child. Yeah, and yeah. it's like... She didn't hey. want to see it, but I'm just put it on for her. Yeah, why not? And you don't have to... All it you is is yellow doing things, and <laughs> that worked for her. She yeah, yellow, yellow, yellow <laughs> has a high voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, fun. Um, okay. Segwaying from Despicable Me 3 mm-hmm. straight into... Something I, that may or may not be despicable. Right. We will have to figure this out. I, uh, Iron Eagle 4? Four? 4. Question mark? Ni- <laughs> 1995? Question mark? Question mark? <laughs> Lou Gossett Jr.? Jr.? <laughs> All right. 1995. Yeah. Directed by Sidney J. Fury, a name that I recognize yeah. from the uh, types of movies that I watch. Oh, yeah. Iron Eagle 4, while Chappie... Sinclair is saddled with a bunch of misfits and delinquents for his flight school. He turns to protege Doug Masters to assist him in rounding them into shape for an important competition. Rounding oh, them into a shape? Competition? Is that yeah. Yeah, yeah. During their training, they stumble upon a group of subversive Air Force officers who are dealing in toxic waste as a sideline. Yeah. This, everything about this plot, A, makes me want to watch the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and B, seems like this, this series took a turn into like now it's an 80s kids movie where like yeah. it's like toy soldiers and yeah. the kids are fighting back right um, and also there's toxic waste yeah, yeah. now like, it's the 90s now yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you look at that poster bring me that poster back okay bring me that poster bring me that poster back. yes it's got iron eagle on the attack Gossett it's got Jr. these two jets flying in the air there's this other jet on the ground that's farting an explosion out yes <laughs> and, and lewis Gossett jr is like yeah. i can't Lu- fart explosions it's got Lu- the- <laughs> jr may have shit out that jet <laughs> yeah Who it's knows? got a yeah. trimark logo and yeah, a pg-13 yeah. rating <sighs> so you know the i with this dumb premise and the, the no budget and jets and stuff you think all right give me let's do it um I saw this movie a few days ago, and I 
Probably should have read the Wikipedia page on my way here because it is fucking just leaving me. Because it is insanely boring. Yeah. So the guy, so he's got a uh, uh, chappie. Yeah. He's got, uh, he has a school f- where he, they teach, I don't know, criminal children to fly planes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that seems like a good idea. Is, yeah, it's a money maker. A million dollars. It's a great idea. <clears throat> and uh, he needs help, though. And I didn't realize what he does is he goes to get the kid from the first movie, Doug Masters. Okay. Who, uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but I'll always think of him as... Uh, Jason Gedrick. Jason Gedrick. Proby Tim from uh, uh, Backdraft. Sweet. Yeah. Check that heat, the door for heat, Tim. No, he didn't. <laughs> Tim gets all burnt up. Uh, and uh, But they couldn't get Jason Kedrick, so they got some other fella, a Canadian fella, because this movie was uh, made in Oshawa. Oh, I see that. Ontario. Um, made in Oshawa. Yeah. What's what his name is in this, right? The, uh-huh. the weatherman. He's the weatherman now. Uh, Russ Hull. Russ Hull. He's yes. not. No, he wasn't the. Uh, he's Jason a weatherman Gedrick now. Repl- I don't care. <laughs> you know Russ Hull. <laughs> that is famously, though, you've never cared about who is and who isn't yeah. a weatherman. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Right. He was in Are You Afraid of the Dark, Student Bodies. Uh-huh. He, and, and it, but it, it's just so weird to me that now you turn the TV on and it's like, hey, the guy from the Midnight Society is <laughs> telling you whether it's going to rain yeah, or not. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't believe him. <laughs> mm. Coffee break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm. they couldn't get the original guy. So they get some other guy. Okay. Um, and he goes, and there's the misfit kids and they kind of run through all of them and there's like the tough girl and there's the I don't know there's a list of people okay and uh they are they're flying and they're crazy and they can't control them but they're not flying cool jets see see, now this picture you see that yellow propeller plane behind him there Uh, they got some of those I guess because one of the producers maybe owned them I don't know Uh, his movie looks like garbage it looks like a shitty mid-90s television show Okay. The acting is terrible. Louis Gossett Jr. is really weird in it. I, uh, <laughs> he's doing like a kind of goofy play around thing, which I don't really okay. remember him being that guy in the first movie. I thought he was quite stern. And there's like some montages that don't flow right at all. Um, and then there's one scene where it's like really bizarre where he comes into the room where they've been, uh, they're getting schooled or something. And uh, and uh, he comes in, they have a jukebox and he turns on the jukebox and does this weird little <laughs> <laughs> oh dance. boy! And the song they don't have any licensing for any real music, so the song that comes on the jukebox is just like a random saxophone jam. <laughs> um, oh boy! Uh, yeah, here's your little trailer. Watching, I, mean, I got a trailer it, for Greg yeah, while yeah. we're talking about it. It just it, everything about this movie is a bunch of shit. It looks like garbage. It's not interesting. It's funny because that director that I mentioned, I recognize the name, is yeah. actually the director of the first one. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Well. I don't know. More money in the first one? Well, yeah. real jets. Some jets. There's a picture of a jet. Look there's jets there's, in the trailer. Yeah, there's this lying trailer. There's a, <laughs> just a jet fight at the end that's very uh, uneventful. And then, like, the big bad guy that's got the toxic way, toxic waste that they're uh, so afraid of and got to have a showdown with is Al Waxman. Oh, boy. <laughs> the King of Kensington. Yeah. yeah. The uh, terrifying Al Waxman. Yeah. <laughs> Which is very distracting. Yeah. Uh, well, they got this uh, the young lady, Rachel Blanchford, Blanchford something. She played uh, 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 um, 
Martin Freeman's wife in Fargo season one. Okay. Oh, yeah. And when she was young, she looks remarkably like uh, Rachel Keller, who is on Legion now and is also in Fargo season two. It's weird how much they look alike. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, particularly when she's young, when you're watching her in Iron Eagle 4. It's like, oh, wow, it looks like a Legion. Um, Anyway. That was the most interesting thing about the whole movie. And I missed a couple of scenes because I was looking at their IMDb's, the two. And I'm like, look at how much they look alike. <laughs> also, well, I watched what... this movie on YouTube, which was the only place I could find it. Uh, and Because I, I wasn't going to try very hard, and I was going to pay for it. Yeah. Uh, I watched it on YouTube, and it was one of those YouTube movies where... The movie does not take up the whole screen. It takes oh, up about sixty no. percent. That's terrible. Which I can live with, but I don't know all the, the. If you're a YouTube pirate movie person and you're doing this, do whatever the negative space is that isn't the movie. Do not have moving objects. In it. <laughs> yeah, that seems like a bad really idea. Really distracting and disorienting. And it was these stars that were spinning in a fucking circle, yeah. and it was really distracting and dizzying. Well, and and you know. Uh, if they didn't do that, you wouldn't be able to watch it. Yeah. But why does it dis- all have to move? I think it's a distraction technique because if the stuff that move, if the only thing moving is the video, yeah. there's a- algorithms that can find. Then, okay, video. maybe some like slow dimming yeah. and <laughs> like some lights that are giving me a little bit of a you know yeah. mellow massage. <laughs> Sir, you want it to do what? You want Iron Eagle 4 to give you a mellow, a mellow massage? Yeah, yeah. Louis Gossett Jr. is going to set me straight. Well, I'm glad. You know I didn't like this movie? <laughs> Louis Gossett Jr. didn't massage Not me. Didn't even me a, a little bit. Yeah, fuck. This movie sucked. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, it sounded like Super boring. Fun, but yeah, yeah. No, no fun. Not, this is not I a. Believe. This is not fun dumb. Yeah. Can't not believe Iron fun Eagle 4 was dumb. Good. No. You heard it here first. Yeah. Iron Eagle 4, not fun dumb. Should I watch the original Iron Eagle? Maybe. Because I've never seen I, it. Uh, yes. Probably yeah, not. watch it and tell me. If Casey's like, no. no Greg's like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's not. Well, I don't know. Because it could be like the really low rent. They made four of them. I don't know. The kid's got to go save his dad from the Russians. So yeah. he's going to take a plane. Okay. <laughs> take a plane. Gotcha. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Iron Eagle, what do you think? Let us know. Yeah. Um, well, that's it for Film Roulette in the film section of Film Roulette. So, uh-huh. Dunkirk, looking good. Yep. Not emotional. No. Uh, Despicable Me 3, yeah. not so great. Despicable Me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Iron Eagle 4, no thank As you. As predicted. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> and now it's time to talk about our punishment film uh, uh album of the week i gave you guys an album last week by the band chakra and this was their album setacoso from 1981 it's a film it's an album that i found on youtube i went into some youtube wormholes as i am want to do and followed the links through on these kind of vintage albums that people will rip from vinyl and put on youtube you just listen to the whole thing um, and it's often a good way to find weird shit that would never be on your radar otherwise. Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly what this was. And I found myself coming back to it more and more. And I wanted to give it to you guys to see what is up in mm. your opinions with yeah. this album from 1981. Yeah. So how do you guys want to talk about this album? Mm. Because I kind of gave it to you and was just like, this is weird. Um, it's, it's kind of... There's elements of J-pop in the melodies, but it's also kind of new wavy, and it's yeah. also very experimental. It's and quite there's challenging. A, it's a little challenge, yeah. And but but I found myself coming back to it more and more to 
see what's going on in it, but also just because I was really enjoying a lot of it. Yeah. So I, I wanted to know. I found it interesting. Mm-hmm. I think is what I would land on. <laughs> when it was on, I was always like, hmm, cool, cool. When it was off, I'm like, I don't remember what that sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> I, with the first song, I was like, boy, they're really doing, like, the nobody should do this. <laughs> uh, but but it's interesting enough. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, good for them. They're really challenging what a... Uh, what a melody is yeah and, yeah or you know they're really just doing a riff over and over but you yeah. know they're trying to make it interesting every time and then by the second song i was like okay cut it out <laughs> <laughs> i found it was good i liked doing like uh menial housework while listening to it like some dishes or yeah. cleaning up around the kitchen because it just made me feel like i was in some weird movie yeah. <laughs> like, i found it was weird thing to do while i was listening to this record was uh, turn it off <laughs> oh man i here the hot streak is over dan i find some yeah. of it i mean listen this is interesting it is yeah and i'm glad i heard it some things you should just hear to know that they exist and go like ah yeah. yeah, and then move on. I found some of it downright catchy, and it was in my yeah. head for days. Oh, no, no. Yeah, totally. Right now, I can't quite think of what it sounds like. No. I, I remember <laughs> I remember how, what certain songs... I remember kind of what they... The spirit of them, I guess, but I don't remember what anything sounds like, oh, and, and I, I definitely remember not wanting to listen to it. That's Yeah, okay. Well, I, I find it... Uh, I, I think they do so much interesting stuff instrumentally and vocally. I, I think the vocals are the most, to me, challenging thing of them because some sometimes it's very, uh, like like, n- the singing is is not perfect and it's very just like we're going for it in the vocals. Yeah. And but but I found some of it like crazy catchy and I found some of the instrumentation like really awesome and interesting and taking really interesting chances and going in weird places yeah no it's yeah it's super interesting yeah um but that but for me it translated from interesting to like i love this i want to listen to yeah. it <laughs> which is interesting that it didn't for yeah i didn't uh yeah i i might try it again <laughs> i don't know it was the, like there was some of the new waviness of it totally kind of like, yeah big time and, and the exuberance of it like, yeah mm-hmm. some of it was like oh they, this seems really fun but then it would just be like but Cut it out. Yeah. Stop doing this. I'm glad I heard it. Okay. <laughs> well, I heard enough of it. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, okay. Um, so that was the album I made these guys listen to. Right. I would be interested if anyone out there tried to listen along to Chakra's album, Setacoso from 1981. Um, let me know what you think. Uh, I have a corker of a punishment coming up next time I lose, but this week, <laughs> yeah. I'm not week. the loser. Yeah, I know. Who was? Greg, you Me. get to give us an album. I, yes, I do. And I've been super nice, so you should really pay nice. it forward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what are you giving us? What's the uh, what's the last thing I gave you? I don't remember. It was something terrible. I give you a... Daughtry? Daughtry. Heard reckon. Heard reckon. Heard reckon. I can hear American Idol. Um, and I, he came into my head uh, because he he's a judge on American Idol now, mm-hmm. and he came in fourth, which yeah. is funny. And I wasn't the only person who thought it was funny, or maybe even uh, travesty, because uh, the person who won that year was like, <sighs> "Why wouldn't you have a winner do it?" Uh, and okay. he's uh, he seems like a smart guy. Oh, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> he was the like the old man who won uh, uh-huh. American Idol, Taylor Hicks, the silver-haired fella. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Solo patrol. I think yeah, was yeah, a yeah, thing yeah, yeah. Like to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, so you're, you're going to give us something completely unrelated yeah, now yeah. that you've told this. Uh, I can't remember what his album's called. That was just an unrelated album. Mm. Yeah. Uh, his album is called, I'm going to give you his most recent, which is from 2009, mm-hmm. and it's called The Distance. Okay. He's gonna now, go was this something planned, or did you, you like have He's going to take you the distance, buddy. Yeah. Oh, he's going to fuck you. Have you, uh, the whole you way. have you had this in your mind for a while, or were you like... As soon as I, I gave you Daughtry, and okay. I heard that Taylor Hicks was like, well, why would you get a winner doing? I'm like, one and two, and okay. done and done. God uh, damn it. Listen, he won American Idol. How bad can it be? Oh, he must yeah. be very, very good at this totally. singing, uh, soul music thing. Yeah. Yeah. Salt and pepper soul maker. Yeah. <laughs> I, I prefer hard rocking. Dave, well, tell me who's better. Okay. Who would you rather uh, uh, make love to? Who is okay. It really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. It is now time to roll the dice. All right. So now I lost uh, the die that I usually have. I'll, I'm sure I'll find it eventually. Okay. But so do we need to use? Do we want to do two dice, or do we want to just do one per person? I think one's fine. Yeah. Okay, because yeah. the other die goes up to ten. So right, I didn't know. Okay, so we are rolling this week yeah. for the new film, Atomic Blonde. Yeah, this is a movie that looks great. Looks so good. Looks amazing. Oh my god, action film, um, and. Charlie's there on kicking butt. Looks great. Now, the low mm-hmm. roller this week is going to go see something terrible. Now, the Emoji movie comes out, but that seems more like a, when it's on Netflix, we'll use it as a loser. Sure. I thought it had already come and gone. Yeah. I was like, just some fucking cartoon that's a movie kids that's movie. Gone. That, I don't know. We're going to even rip on it. Just seems like yeah. a waste of a review. Yes. So instead, yeah. we're going to pick Not a, like our important reviews like Iron Eagle 4. Well, yes. someone needed to tell yeah. the story of Al Waxman. Yeah. And someone needs to tell the story of, of toxic waste. the new recruit. The new recruit in Cop and a Half, colon, the new recruit. The new recruit. These are Lou films. Diamond Phillips and a little girl, I oh, guess. Oh, God, I yeah. didn't know it was Lou Diamond. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, LDP. Oh, yeah. Diamond Phillips, LDP buddy. In the place this is a brand, a brand new motion oh, picture. What the shit? Called Cop and a Half. Oh, new recruit. No. Yeah. Yeah. Let's what a weird franchise to <laughs> franchise. What a weird film to get a sequel. I know. Cop and a Half, new recruit, 2017. Cop, Cop and a Half was one not, kid's fantasy, one cop's nightmare. It wasn't a, a successful movie, was it? This is a reboot. It it's saying a reboot. A Good. Reboot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This isn't a sequel. This is a new movie that's taking a winning formula and doing it again. I wish that... Family-friendly action reboot of the 1993 film. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is well, going to be great. Well, if you're going to reboot a movie, you better get LDP in Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Listen, one person has viewed this on Letterboxd, <laughs> so we're breaking new ground. <laughs> yeah. They right. rated it two stars. Someone's got to yeah. figure it out. Totally. Okay. Let's see if who the director, if what he's done else. Oh, uh, these look great. And pants on fire. Wild Mark and Russell's Wild Ride. Nikki Deuce. <laughs> it's about that kid who takes his shit. <laughs> oh, this these movies do not look good. No. In Dawn. I'm curious about Dawn Pants on away. Fire. Uh-huh. It looks terrible. Oh, okay. All right. So All right. Mm. New Recruit, Cop and a Half versus Atomic Blonde. Two action films. Go. Yep. So there you go. All right. So okay. we're rolling. Who's, we uh, who's the first plunger? Who wants to go first? I'll plunge. Yeah. I'll take up. the plunge. Great. That's a six. Six. Strong. strong. You didn't let us put the six. thing near it so we could get a good sound. Oh. That's a four. Oh. All right. Greg's going now. Come on now. 
That's a six. Oh boy. Yeah. So you wanted to lose. Two so you could sixes give though, us right? Album. Doesn't matter. Four. What did you roll? Six. And he rolled six. Yeah. yeah. So we're fine with so your four. So I'm free, and you guys have to re-roll. <laughs> Quit making up fucking rules. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Go Go see low guy room. loses. I'm free. As for I always. didn't roll. You guys, uh, you guys tied. Now we need you to break the tie. <laughs> yeah, like we've always done. Terrific. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Son of a fuck. Yep. Yeah. I am so happy that I get to give you guys this album next week. Well, tell it that to Taylor Hicks. Takes a dump on somebody that you guys love. <laughs> huh. So enjoy that. Uh, I lost. I will be watching Cop and a Half. New Recruit, the terrible film that I was like, we got to do this as a loser. Fuck. There Why you go. Do you got your wish. Yeah. Um, and you guys will be seeing the highly anticipated uh, Atomic Blonde. And yeah. I will not be seeing that, you assholes. No. So. Thank you for listening to another yeah. episode of See You Next Wednesday. Appreciate uh, it. Please follow us on Facebook and Twitter at SYNWPC. Email us about the albums and films and news and more that we've talked about at info at, movie, uh, at movienews.com. <laughs> info at modernsuperior.com. Uh, it's been a while since we've gotten an uh, email, so toss us some emails. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know what you're thinking. Toss us some iTunes reviews. Mm. Um, and keep those sleeves baloney-y. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, meat sleeves. Yeah, as always, we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye, Internet. We love you so much. It's a six it's again. A six. You yeah, keep, I just you keep to... rolling at the end of the show <laughs> thinking like, if that was a one, I would have held you to it. <laughs> <laughs> you keep doing this. Yeah. <laughs>